Hi, welcome to my podcast, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. My name is Vanessa, and I'm so grateful that you found my show and that you're listening. This episode is the fourth in my series about grief. I've been on this awesome, challenging, eye-opening grieving process, and I wanted to share with you what I've been learning. If you haven't listened to the previous three episodes yet, check out those ones first before listening to this one. The topics for those episodes were about making peace with beginnings and endings, facing our pain, and embracing uncomfortable emotions, and you can find those ones on my show page. The book that inspired these episodes is called You Are Here, Discovering the Magic of the Present Moment by Thich Nhat Hanh. And in one of the chapters, he talks about the practice of letting go. He writes, The Buddha taught us that joy and pleasure are based on surrender, on letting go. I am letting go is a powerful practice. Are you able to let go of things? If not, your suffering will continue. For me, it was learning to balance between letting myself go with the flow of grief embracing, honoring, and leaning into all of my emotions I was feeling, but making sure I wasn't stuck in the grief. And I've noticed on my own journey, especially in relationship heartbreaks, what can get you stuck there is falling into the trap of taking things personally and blaming yourself. Learning not to take things personally is so helpful in life in general, not just in relationships. I've talked about this topic in my episode, how to not take things personally. And even still, not taking this breakup personally was very, very difficult at the beginning of the grieving process. It was really tough. When I think about the relationship heartbreaks I've experienced in the past, so many of the same thoughts came up. There must be something wrong with me. I did something wrong. I'm not good enough. And when I ruminate on those thoughts, of course, my self-esteem and self-confidence are pretty low. The other day, I was talking with a friend who is also grieving a relationship heartbreak, and she said the same thing to me. It's so easy to fall into the there's something wrong with me trap. It's normal to think these thoughts because you're trying to process an unexpected situation and trying to find a reason or an answer to why things went wrong or didn't turn out how you wanted them to. But these there's something wrong with me thoughts probably aren't true. And I've made observations from my past that sometimes when we're looking for an explanation, we end up blaming ourselves when maybe it had nothing to do with us. It was just the circumstances or timing. This time for me, some of those same thoughts were swirling around in my head again, but I made a conscious choice to do things differently. This was a chance for me to honor the grief and painful emotions. This was a chance for me to look at the grief differently and a chance for me to grieve differently than I did all those other times. It was a chance for me to embrace that life is all about beginnings and endings and to be at peace with that, which would help with surrendering and letting go instead of 
resisting and hanging on or avoiding, which would cause me more pain and suffering. Some days were tougher than others, and the progress I've made didn't happen overnight just because I'm choosing to remain open in this grieving process and um, let myself feel all of the uncomfortable emotions. It doesn't mean it's super easy and a breeze. It's just different this time around because I was and am much more aware of myself and my thoughts and actions compared to past Vanessa. And I would say for the most part, I went with a flow of grief and I didn't rush myself. Even though I wanted to get through it quickly, I continued to remind myself to take as much time as I needed. I think grieving can be scary and overwhelming because sometimes the pain and sadness seem to pop up out of nowhere. Those strong, uncomfortable emotions will show up at the most inopportune times. And in those moments, I've learned that I just need to be with whatever comes up. Like I mentioned in my previous episodes in this series, I think for most of us, we like to be in control and we like the predictability of things. And grief is scary because it can feel like you're losing control and sometimes it's not predictable. So then it goes back to embracing and honoring our emotions and sitting with them and being with them without judgment. I tell myself it's okay that I feel sad sometimes. It's okay that those uncomfortable emotions show up sometimes, and it's okay that they're intense sometimes. But I know those feelings won't last forever because I know there is a beginning and an end to everything. I realize that letting go can be a challenge, though, in grief and in all parts of life. The topic of surrendering and letting go was my focus in an earlier episode, Struggles of an Entrepreneur, Letting Go of Control. In that episode, I talk about making sure what I do is aligned with my values, you know, giving it my all without getting attached to the outcome. I had no idea what the outcome of this relationship was going to be. I didn't know how long we'd be dating, what would happen while we were dating. I certainly had an idea of how I thought this relationship might go, and it didn't turn out how I thought it would, and that's okay. What I've also learned is that we grieve for our unrealized expectations. Yes, I'm grieving the absence of that person in my life, but I'm also grieving all of the plans we made that probably won't happen. And now I'm learning to surrender and let go of control because life said, nope, F your plan. Let go of your expectations, Vanessa. When Tick writes about the practice of letting go in this chapter, he brings up happiness. And I thought this passage was so interesting and it really made me think. He says, there are thousands of paths that lead to happiness, but you have accepted only one. You have not considered other paths because you think that yours is the only one that leads to happiness. You have followed this path with all your might, and so the other paths, the thousands of others, have remained closed to you. You have to realize that happiness is not something you find at the end of the road. 
you have to understand that it is here now. So while I was grieving hardcore and reading through this book again, I thought about the things that I had in my life in the present moment that bring me happiness and joy. My family, my friends, my friend's kids, going outside for a walk or a bike ride, breathing in fresh air, cooking and baking new recipes, giving away those baked goods to my family and friends, rewatching episodes of The Office, Community, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Seinfeld. Yes, I'm very obsessed with comedy. But my point is knowing that there are a bunch of things in my life that bring me happiness and joy helps me in this practice of letting go. This doesn't negate or diminish the pain of the breakup or how much this person meant to me, but I realize that grief and joy can coexist. I can feel happy and sad at the same time. I can laugh and cry at the same time. I can feel frustrated and content at the same time. I can be hurting and healing at the same time. And while I'm learning to let go of this relationship and this person, I can focus on other things in my life that make me smile and laugh and make me light up with joy. Another theme that has been coming up in my life over the last few months is that tomorrow is promised to no one. There's a specific passage in Tick's book, and it reminds me of that. He says, Life is too precious for us to lose ourselves in our ideas and concepts, in our anger and our despair. We must wake up to the marvelous reality of life. We must begin to live fully and truly every moment of our daily lives. And living fully will be the topic of next week's episode. I appreciate you for listening this week. If you have any questions about this episode or anything else you've heard, my email is hello at vanessachu.com.